Save big on your Memorial Day barbecue, all in the Kroger app. Get three-pound rolls of juicy 80% lean ground beef for $3.49 a pound with a digital coupon. Then get select varieties of flavorful Powerade, Body Armor Super Drink, or Arizona Tea for 77 cents each, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. And you're listening live to the middle. You're From, watching Barrett Brooks handle business right now. Hey, man, you got to make it happen, bro. But hey, <laughs> let's rock, man. My fault. Is that the roofers? What the hell's going on here? That come to fix my oven, man, but they didn't bring send all the parts. So I'm like, you don't have a fuse to an oven? I mean, what else is there, you know what I'm saying, besides fuses and ovens? Keeps from burning up. And great. I don't know. Great point. I would think that the fuse would come with the oven if, if you're going to buy one. So we're glad to have everybody here. We're glad to have all of you out there watching on phillyvoice.com slash the middle. We'll be joined by Sports Map Radio in just under five minutes. I, I just this team is so difficult to watch. And I don't I don't care how it sounds. I don't care how it comes off. But I do not like watching this football team. They make Aton, it's like my oven. No I fuse. Just, I can't use it. No fuse. <laughs> it, it's just, that was way too difficult. And yes, I'm pissed off that they didn't cover the spread three times. Ah, over. See, that's what on, it is. Hold on a second. <laughs> they barely beat one of the worst teams. They had no business beating Washington two weeks ago. Ron Rivera blew a two point conversion. Other than that, the Giants should be winless. This mm. team is wretched. The Giants are horrific. We're going to hear coming up in the first segment of the network, fellas, the Daniel Jones blunder two times over. That sums up how bad that offense is, and they nearly lost to the Giants. I'm sorry. This feels like a loss <laughs> times 10. So you say you feel better. You feel better about them losing to the Ravens right now as opposed to beating the Giants and, and, and getting the win. The week before, correct. Yeah, but I thought you weren't into moral victories. <laughs> no, but I'm into what's the opposite of a moral victory? I'm into sour losses. I'm well, I see you're sour because you lost on your on your bets. That no. that's what it is. You you can't <laughs> shade it any other way. I had the under last night. So I was thoroughly entertained with that football game. <laughs> I couldn't get enough of the Eagles and the Giants last night. In fact, I'm going to watch it again today. Look, I you know had, what? We all had the under last night. If, mm. if anybody paid attention to it, they knew that the Giants weren't going to be able to score. And and real quick, Barrett, it's not so much. It's partly because of the spread and not covering it. But let's be fair. Now, what I'm most upset about is that I have to be attached. I have to be interested in this god awful football team because they still have a shot at being in first place at the end of the weekend and winning this. Awful division. I don't know how many adjectives I have left. I'm like Doug Peterson running out of plays in the red zone. I'm out of adjectives. Well, you know, number one, let me get it like this. Number one, I knew you were going to be kind of bitchy coming into this uh, (laughs) to this this show. I knew that for number one. But the fact that Harry isn't, that's Mm -hmm. the problem. I thought Harry would be furious right now. But, you know, I mean, just just looking at it. And then number two. Who is Carson Wentz right now? I mean, that's the biggest thing I, I take out of it. Who is Carson Wentz? Is he is he the, the 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 first drive guy or is he is he the you know the last drive guy? Or if you look at it, quarters two and, and three, mm-hmm. they just at this point they don't um he's just a, a, a an average quarterback. But when it's you know when it's, when it counts, he's not. He's well, a I mean, great quarterback. You know, uh, Doug P went with the, with the no huddle to start the game off and got him, you know, got him rolling. They had an energy about him in that first drive. It resulted in a touchdown. You got Deshaun involved early. He ends up getting hurt again, which is another big storyline that we'll touch on today uh, going forward. But he finished great. I mean, in between, yep. he was trying a little too much. You know, that that throw into the end zone that got picked right, was right, a brilliant right. interception. Should not have been thrown. That should have been thrown into the third to hit one of those cardboard people in the end zone. That's where that ball should have gone. Right, right. Gone. So he'll do that, and then he does what he does in the fourth quarter, where he's brilliant and he makes a great wheel. You know, on a wheel route uh, to Boston Scott, drops it in there like a, a dime and a great catch and a great win. So he's everything. He's all of that. Well, you know, I I love the fact that he's able he's got that he's got that gene, that it gene mm-hmm. to, to 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 win games. But you know, it's it's like he, you know, 
it's, it's, it's an adjective that, that Ray said on the show last night on post game show. He said that um, he's frenetic. You know, mm-hmm. he plays well in organized confusion. Mm-hmm. The, the more the more of a of a of you know of of a of a you know dumpster fire it is, the better he plays. Yeah, you know if it's just a if it's just a normal game and he's he's out there you know trying to pick the defense apart. You know, he's not that type of guy. He needs to be out there moving around. Yep. you know action going on around him, and he thrives in that type of environment as opposed to just sitting in the pocket and having to throw the ball. He doesn't yeah. want that. No, get him out there playing. You're you're absolutely right, and so is Ray. Frenetic is a great adjective because yep. he doesn't play smooth. No, you know what I'm saying like there's yeah, guys that play. Yeah. The, they, there's guys that you could watch, you know, on Sunday that did play the position smooth. Aaron Rodgers is smooth, right? Yeah. Uh, Tom Brady in his prime was very smooth. Carson is frenetic. That's a great word. I I, I took it and I ran with it after mm-hmm. that. Frenetic is my new word for Carson. Carson, the frenetic quarterback. <laughs> <laughs> Not a bad one, man. It's not a bad one at all. We we really don't know at this point who this guy is, and that's going to be the frustrating element of it moving forward because there are going to be games in which they should win, in which he's going to play awful. There are going to be games in which they can't win, that he plays really well. All right, we're joined by the network coming up. This is a Gal Media property in partnership with Jacob Media. And you, my friend, are caught in the middle. The middle starts now, starts now. on the Sports Map Radio Network. Presented by Rocket Mortgage. Home loans that fit your life. Rocket Can. Live from the O'Reilly Auto Parts Studios. Here's Aton Shander, Barrett Brooks, and Harry Mays. I like it. Wow. I like it. And we got Beanie still in here. So there's still the <laughs> Philadelphia background behind us. Oh. Love it. <laughs> so it's official it. now. We're we're officially a show on Sports Map Radio. Correct. We have the imaging. Correct. We've awesome. officially made it. As Ron Culver producing the program can back us up on that. We we have officially arrived here, which is amazing because I didn't think it would ever happen, my friend. It's official, baby. Yeah. I love the fact you put beans in there too, man. You know what I'm saying? I love it, love it, man. You 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 working on all cylinders right now, Aton. You know this this is this has become a great show. You know the, this is what, what this is this is your vision, and it's finally coming about. I love yeah. it, bro. And it all came together in like a week, right? Uh, you know, <laughs> it's pretty good. Some of it, some of it. Others, you know, look, everything is here. We've arrived, and I'm just thrilled because we can combine a bunch of different things going on from Philly Voice locally in Philadelphia to the amazing sports map radio across the country. So however people consume it, and we invite you to watch the program because you'll still hear everything going on on sports map radio, but in the breaks, you'll continue the conversation with us. And we encourage you. There are multiple ways in which you can interact on the show at Harry Mays to you at B Brooks 72 NBC at, at Shander show. You. That's a lot. I got to remember, you know, you know 4 a.m. So part of me, like you, I got to keep my check, man. I got to keep my check, bro. I got to keep right. it. And of course, our phone number 800-224-2004. We are live locally in Philadelphia at the Fritz and B and Cooley studios. So as you guessed, we've got a lot of football to talk about coming up in three minutes. In fact, we will begin right now in the stream, but continue, of course, on the network with whatever the hell that was last night. And I'm not talking about two guys debating. I'm talking about two quarterbacks that made it insanely difficult for their respective football teams. So coming up, as you heard, it's the middle. Phillyvoice.com slash the middle and sports map radio. The philosophy that guides my work as an attorney is, number one, that we are in place of a position of trust. And that trust provides a certain obligation upon us that we must um, fulfill for each and every client. That a client just simply isn't another number. Uh, While we may have many cases here, um, the client only has one. And they deserve the utmost attention, information, and a full and candid Um, relay of the aspects of their litigation and for us to be available for questions. 
we understand that the questions involved in litigation go beyond the case. Uh, the, the clients often have many challenges that they have to face as a result of the um, incident that led them to us. And we must first and foremost appreciate that and make sure that we're there to help throughout not only the case, but also throughout the client's life. All right. As predicted, a lot going on here with everything happening. And I mean, it's insane right now just to think about this. But the Philadelphia Eagles could be in first place at the end of the weekend. Washington beats Dallas, and there you have it. Not mm-hmm. to be fair, even if Dallas wins and the Eagles beat Dallas next week, they'd be in first place. But the Giants could win. I mean, this whole thing is still wide open. It's awful. <laughs> well, I mean, it's we're only seven weeks in. It should be wide open. I think it's going to be wide open into December. It's wide open, but the best team has two wins. Like, you yeah. have to qualify that statement. It's I not, know. Like the NFC West is wide open, sure, but they're all good teams. Yeah. Now, you talk about there's some lopsided rivalries in the NFL. I mean, you go back to, you know, you could research like New England against their divisional opponents over the last 20 some odd years and come up with some staggering numbers. But the Giants and Eagles, this is this is an outright beatdown. The Eagles have now won eight straight against the Giants. They've won 12 of their last 13 times they faced each other and 21 of 25. That is absolute domination. That's straight up. Yeah. That's yeah. Will you get the ATS out of your brain? Well, look, <laughs> last night there were, there were like 10 different trends, and half of them were split towards the Giants. The other half were the Eagles. So that's what I was just curious about. But No, yeah. it's straight up. Straight okay. up. Yeah. How, but, I mean. But they've been close games, right? Yeah, they have. A lot of them have, have been. Yeah. I don't know what the ATS is. I mean, the underdogs now in the series are 5-0 five and, five and oh in the last five. Well, to yeah. cover. Yeah. If you look at the total series, you know, um, the Giants really have dominated over the totality of the series until now, within the last three years, they finally um, have, have a, you know, went from even to now three games ahead in Barrett, the series. Hold that real quick because we're back with the network now. This is The Middle on the Sports Map Radio Network. Presented by Rocket Mortgage. Live from the O'Reilly Auto Parts studios, here's Aethon Shander, Barrett Brooks, and Harry Mays. Oh, this is amazing, man. You did some work, man. You you put in some work. I didn't do anything. Ron Culver facilitated this. Our amazing voice guy put it together, and then... Oh, I'm so that's not Ron Culver voicing it? No. Oh, okay. You know Ron's voice. Well, we need to get Ron's voice on the show a little <laughs> yeah, bit. No, I, that's, that's not me. <laughs> Ron has a very distinct sound. He's a it's, – it's the West Coast, Southern California type sound. It's not mm. an accent, and it's not a negative. I'm, I'm saying that just as a distinct sound. So you, right. you would hear it. Now, we could get Ron to do the imaging on the show. I just don't know if he'd be up for it. No. <laughs> right at this point i don't know you guys well enough yet see there you go it took and, him about a half a second to answer that well here's the thing for two t- two times over for those who aren't familiar with what's going on in the network ron is the producer slash co-host co-host slash producer of the morning show with tony d and that airs from seven to nine a.m eastern and then jake asman the guy who's hiding all the verification information from Twitter, mm-hmm. he's on from 9 to 11. So Ron is producing that show, and then he's producing this show. So you can appreciate, Harry, how gassed yes. Ron must be at this point to where he doesn't want anything to do with us. Right. He doesn't want any more responsibility no. than he already has. I totally no. get it. Yeah, and I'm, then, I'm with him. Dealing with our shenanigans, you know, oh. I'm, ans- I'm answering reports, you know, going into the game, uh, service re- uh, reminders, you know, going into the show. I mean, we get it. We get it going on the show, man. But, hey, I applaud your effort. You worked yesterday, didn't you? You made it happen, Aton. I'm loving both intros, bro. Look, if you're going to credit me, then that's fine. I'll, I'll take it. But I'll just let everybody else know I had nothing to do with this. All right, and all right. I also had nothing to do, and I don't even feel bad. Like, think about it. I don't even feel bad about feeling bad about today. And it's not to drum up any type of outside reaction or so. It's just how I feel. Like, I almost – all right, I'll tell you what it feels like. Have you ever seen Hostage with Bruce Willis? 
No. Yeah. If, okay, you've seen this movie, Barrett. All right. Yes. This yes. Is a perfect example of what I feel like we're going through this year. It's a terrible movie, a terrible cast, <laughs> but there's one star that drew you to that movie. And you're going to sit there, damn it, for the 90 minutes or two hours, no matter how long this thing is, and see it through because of your allegiance to whoever that star actor is. And that's yep. trapped in right now is watching mm. this bad production. And the only thing that's keeping me there is my allegiance to the Eagles. You know, imagine how many people turn the channel and watch the debate as opposed to watching, you know, from 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 halftime on watching that game. Because we everybody just knew that it was over for this Eagles team after they went behind 21 to 10. I mean, mm -hmm. people were changing the channel, even the loyalist for fans. No, changed the channel. I stayed in there. Yeah, I stayed too. I, I, I stayed in. I just couldn't hang for the post game show to see Barrett because I was gassed. I went right to bed as soon as that game. As soon as Brandon Grand got the strip sack, I was in. I was. I was asleep. My apologies, Barrett. I, I'm. I don't do well with these late night games. Oh man, we got another one this next week. I mean, I know. not this Sunday, but next one Sunday. Well, uh, yeah. Let's not miss anything from last night, though. That was a <laughs> difficult performance. Look, I don't care who you root for. I don't care if you just came in. And there were fantasy implications. Maybe you dropped a couple of shekels on the line, whatever it may be. But if you were in just because it's the NFL and you're a fan, whatever the case. But if you were invested in that game last night, even with something like the debate going on, there was zero return of investment for you. Mm. Zero. Even if you want to bet, I mean, that was <laughs> gut wrenching at times. Watching what? that, the first half was brutal. Harry. You're not excited about Richard Rodgers leading no. the team in receptions? No. Come on, man. Richard Rogers. Boss. Oh, wait, 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 wait. Real quick, though, before we move forward, I think at the if you're not willing to offer an apology, Barrett, at the very least, I think. The dump have, truck? Yeah. 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 Well, let's yeah. hear it. The floor I mean, is yours. I, I apologize. Not that I called you dump truck, because when you came into camp, you uh -huh. were a dump truck. It looked like you worked out, understanding that you're, you're you know, that you got highlighted because Miles Sanders didn't show up for the game. You know, he wasn't there. So I apologize that I didn't believe in you. Put it like that. I didn't believe in you. Wow. All right. Should That's I believe weird. in you? No, because you didn't give me anything to believe in. But no. Now, is, has the nickname been retired for a week? No. Because it's derogatory. Oh, call they, called me, they called me poor chop. <laughs> well, you're a lineman. Yes. In a more <laughs> insensitive time, too. <laughs> yeah, right. You know, but we don't know, boss. He might be sensitive about his size, man. You you weren't. You, you know, you're a tough guy back in the day. You didn't you couldn't have uh, you couldn't afford to be sensitive about your weight. That was your moneymaker. I'm not I'm not trying to be apologized. No, I'm not. No, I'm not. No, mm -mm. he's got to keep that. He earned that. He earned that. It's amazing. All right. Well, <laughs> we had, we had a, a, I don't even know what you would call that last night. It was a football game, but my goodness, there were some really bad moments of football. And I don't know if any bigger moment of negativity, like here's what I would ask because I didn't watch it. So there are people who are paying attention now clearly on phillyvoice.com slash the middle sports map radio as well. 800-224-2004. But I can't imagine that even with the electricity in the air between Biden and Trump and the ability to mute with the moderator, that anything in the debate provided the level of entertainment as Daniel Jones tripping over himself <laughs> wide open. And look, let me add this, fellas. That's the leading rusher. It's not like right. that was the first run of the season. Oh, you know, you also got to look at this. Put this in perspective. It was actually the fastest a quarterback has run since 2018. Is that right? That's even faster than than Jackson, Lamar Jackson. What? So That's he was pretty impressive. He, he was hauling behind when he was running, mm -hmm. but then he got his Bambi moment. Man, he looked just like Bambi before he took that fall, didn't he? Yeah. <laughs> I mean, he, slow he motion. Sniper. If if there's a moment that that better sums up the <laughs> NFC East in 2020, <laughs> I need to see it. Okay, because that that is it for me. You know what I'm saying? I mean, that's a meme that's going to live for the entire season, and it should. Now, we have the audio two times over, as promised here. We have the actual call of it, and then we also have the call in Spanish. And I can just guess right now, without hearing either live, that the Spanish call is going to dominate the regular call. There's oh, no, no question. question. Yes. Yeah. All right. So, Ron, if we can, let's start 
with the regular call. Let's just hear how it sounded for those who were locked in the debate or reruns of Summer House. This is what happened last night. The worst, most hilarious play, if there was ever a bloopers reel or you know, Shacked in the Fool or whatever the NFL version is of Shacked in the Fool, Daniel Jones would be on it. From the 12, Jones keeps, gets a block, takes off, and he is gone. Trying to stay upright, and he trips. Absolutely all alone, and he trips. Going to the end zone and ends up carrying it as it is for 80. But a walking touchdown, and he tripped himself. He's reading Brandon Graham out there, and then he takes it, and once he does and pulls it, there's just nobody left. Even Evan Ingram is out there blocking, and this is the only way he doesn't score. It's been that kind of year for the Giants offensively. Harry's right. That is the perfect sum of what the NFC East is. One microcosm yeah. right there of what the NFC East is. All right, so let's hear it in Spanish, as I imagine this is going to sound amazing. Oh, that's phenomenal. So did you hear that? And it, the buildup, that was going to be an epic call if mm-hmm. he had crossed the goal line because the buildup, right? Yeah. He, he's gone. He just, he just started ramping himself up, and yeah. then all of a sudden he falls down. <laughs> and, and it's like Joe Buck, too. He said he is gone. Like he, That's like he does baseball. Like that you're thinking off the bat, that's a home run, right? Only to have some guy jump up over the fence and grab it. This uh, is like, can you imagine how it was on radio? I mean, you know, yeah. just to put it in perspective. But, you know, looking at that play, man, I was so ashamed at Roby Coleman oh, yeah. and the effort that he gave me on that play. He was jogging. Or, or or he's just not that fast. One <laughs> of the two. I hope he was jogging. <laughs> me too. I hope he was jogging. <laughs> me too. But they both, he looked like he was slow as pine water. I'm like, is Roby Coleman going to give me any effort? I mean, is he going full speed? I mean, what's going on? Does he have a hamstring? Something wrong. How did that happen? Do you think we owe the nation an apology? There were people that probably came to that game <laughs> last night in lieu of being drained down by political rhetoric that they've seen on social media for the past three and a half years and probably thought, you know, this might be my only shot at an escape. No baseball, nothing else. Do you think? And, and the Eagles were part guilty, like they were partly responsible for a terrible football game last night. And people, no question, what's for that? There's no question. You know, I can just like I said two years ago, I watched that that uh that Jets Browns game. And it was just like it was like the toilet bowl. Mm -hmm. Well, I think we have just surpassed that game. This was the worst game ever, man. I mean, if you (laughs) if you didn't cover the team or you didn't root for either of these teams, would you have watched it? No, because it, it, you brought it up. It's like the it's like the Browns two or three years ago playing right. some garb. You know, the Bengals and Browns, which yeah. I know Aton's fired up about this weekend. <laughs> but different. for many many years, that was one of those games that nobody outside of the two fan bases would have any interest in. Even if you bet it, you didn't watch it. No question. I mean, right? it's the Northeast. Only the Northeast watched this game. Yeah, there was eighty percent of the United States that watched. Everything other than our football game, period, point blank. If they didn't have any skin in the game, there was no way they were watching this football game. That's amazing. So I'm curious, in your time in the NFL, did you ever see anything like what happened with Daniel Jones to where somebody just either blew a wide open stretch or or maybe something more embarrassing? And, um, you're, you know, you already dimed out, what's his name, Everett, for his hygiene. So yeah. <laughs> we could go down a different road of embarrassment, I think, at this point. You know what? I, I'm i trying to think. Do I? I don't think so. I mean, I can remember a guy, they, they said, oh, 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 he blew a wheel. He blew a tire. Right. I forget who it was that fell and did the same thing. It Probably was supposed not to be a, a quarterback, though, right? Like, it might be somebody who's just moving so fast that, but even still, that's rare. Like, I guess it would be worse for a wide receiver because they're expected to get down than Daniel Jones. It just, I, I don't know. You see teammates ripping him and laughing. And 
How can you not? Is that more embarrassing than the butt fumble from years ago with Mark Sanchez? Mm. No, no. That, that was pretty bad. That was absolutely atrocious. And I think that was on a Thanksgiving game, too, against the Patriots, wasn't it? I mean, everybody was watching that game. You're Is right. that the only reason why he's not on TV right now? Because he has all the good looks. You know what he saying? was on he's the Masked suave. Singer. What? Yeah, but I'm talking about like as far as being an, an analyst or something. Oh, you know? yeah, I know. I mean, yeah. I thought he would have been an analyst, you know, by far. Because yeah. they loved him in New York. Yeah, But the butt fumble, just, he just can't get rid of it. There's no, a stink he can't wash off. Yeah, that's bad. <laughs> All right, coming up, we'll get a little extra from last night and look just how bad things are around the division. We have a couple of games to look at that we're going to start hitting. It's a football Friday. Barrett, as you can't see it at the moment, but Barrett has his K-State shirt on. Mm-hmm. You know he's ready for it right now. Absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. Sneak back in some Kansas. Is this going to be a weekly theme? of covering Kansas State football, just let me know so I'm prepared. I'm okay with it, but I just want to make sure that I'm prepared. I'm being a front runner, so yes, at this point, they're ranked 20 in the nation. They lose a couple games. I might be that fair-weather fan because they haven't always been good to me since I've been in the NFL. Man. Mm-hmm. All right, you know? we'll hit that, I'm sure, before we get out of here today. Yeah, I got a story to tell you, bro. I can't got a story wait, to tell right, Can't wait to hear that coming up. Now, we might even start that story right now in the break. <laughs> Phillyvoice.com slash the middle. Sports Map Radio. It's the middle. The philosophy that guides my work as an attorney is number one, that we are in place of a position of trust. And that trust provides a certain obligation upon us that we must um, fulfill for each and every client. That a client just simply isn't another number. Uh, while we may have many cases here, Um, The client only has one, and they deserve the utmost attention, information, and a full and candid um, relay of the aspects of their litigation and for us to be available for questions. We understand that the questions involved in litigation go beyond the case. Uh, The the clients often have many challenges that they have to face as a result of the um, incident that led them to us, and we must first and foremost appreciate that and make sure that we're there to help throughout not only the case, but also throughout the client's life. I mean, this team was down 11 points with seven minutes left to the Giants. Yeah. I, I, um, what is that beeping that I hear during the segments? Like it goes boop, 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 like all that stuff. What is that? <laughs> that might, That's my doorbell. I is that what it me. is? Yeah, yeah. Is it that loud? You can't hear. Uh, you can hear people coming in and out. People are coming in and out. Like, what's going on, man? Yeah, I mean, I'm I'm way up. That right there. No, I don't hear it anymore. No, I didn't hear it there. I heard it. I thought it was just a phone or something. Let me uh, let me get the no. collar up. Collar down. Collar down. I got some good numbers on Carson in the fourth quarter here. Okay, look at this brooder. I had even uh, Evan part of me. Yeah. And that big drop. Yeah, forty-seven when he dropped. Yeah. Then he caught the final dump off in the final possession. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Degenerates listen to this show, Barrett. Although you were top of a conversation last night, Harry. They were talking about the show. And uh like, well, Harry's really into that betting. Does he spend a lot of money betting? Is he a better? So does Aton. Aton bets more than me. I know, but you were the you were the topic of discussion. <laughs> I don't know why you were, but yeah, but you were. Huh? Seth? Seth, uh um that's Seth a little bit more so uh Barkan and those guys. You oh. know, my 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 uh producer, Mike Mulhern's a, a oh, big Mulhern. betting guy. Yeah. Oh, okay. So what did you tell him? Yes. Absolutely he dimed oh. you out. Yeah, Harry's a degenerate. He can't the utmost degenerate. I, I you know what you know what I told him? What? I said, I mean, just no question. I mean, look at him. He um he won a couple bets and he bought him some um some 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 nice uh artwork he put in his house. <laughs> and the only reason he bought it because he bet. Right. <laughs> All right, here we go. You guys can hear everything okay, right? Mm-hmm. Yep. You're listening yeah. to The Middle on the Sports Map Radio Network. Presented by Rocket Mortgage. Live from the O'Reilly Auto Parts studios, here's Aton Shander, Barrett Brooks, and Harry Mays. Well, 
everyone's temperatures vary throughout the day, so it's important that you screen for fever in the morning and in the evening. Fever is a sign of COVID-19, so stay safe with the Exergen Temporal Scanner. Barrett has a story to tell. Harry has numbers of Carson in the fourth, and uh, I just down 11 with seven minutes to go in the game to a New York Giants team like that. I don't care if you win. That is unacceptable. That Giants team is trash. They're just marginally better than the Jets. Uh, I mean, come on, Harry. What 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 numbers do you have to make me feel better about right. what went on? I got this, and I, I can't take credit for this. I got to give John Clark, your colleague over at NBC Sports Philly, credit for this. <laughs> on his Twitter feed, at NBCS. Carson Wentz in the fourth quarter tonight, and Sunday, meaning the Ravens game, five total touchdowns, zero interceptions, 214 yards, and a passer rating of 118.2. In the fourth good. quarter. Fourth quarter, last two weeks. Last That's two amazing. Weeks. Mm-hmm. Two weeks. Now, yeah. look, look at the difference. And and I think, I'm actually glad you brought this up because I think that there is a distinct difference in what happened the last two weeks. And it's all about who this Eagles team is. They were already down, guys. Now, granted, some of the names changed, and we saw Lane play a little bit. Now, he's going to be out extensively. Lane Johnson, it looks like, with that MRI. Deshaun Jackson is probably out at least the next three, if not four weeks. Probably longer. Probably longer. It looks like a high ankle sprain, so I would say probably six to eight weeks. Yeah, and And they usually last like that. Yeah, six weeks. So think about that, six weeks. And then you also have the return of Miles Sanders, which we hope – with mm-hmm. that knee will be against Dallas, could be New York. Zach Ertz, we hope, back against Dallas. But here's the thing. The fourth quarter numbers, I'm so glad you brought that up. The difference is you can afford to make mistakes against a team that's worse than you. And I know it sounds weird to find teams that are worse than the Eagles, but <laughs> any mistakes when you're playing better teams. And the Eagles haven't changed their M.O. They played the Giants exactly like they played the Ravens, except the only difference is they could make as many mistakes as they want against the Giants. They could not against the Ravens. That's, you know, that's it in a nutshell, you know. And I thought, you know, with the way they played against the Steelers, the way they played against the Ravens, they were going to come out and just totally dominate this team. And, and one of my, you know, you know, my little nuggets, you know, going into this game, if the Eagles don't put their foot on the on the Giants' neck and let them hang around, they could possibly lose this game. And it seemed like I talked it up because, mm-hmm. you know, a team like that, you got to bury them, don't give them any life, you know, let them know that you're the dominant team. Well, now they're not only going to, you know, take it, they almost won this game, but they're going to take it into the next game and feel as though they have a shot. Instead of just go ahead and just stomping them out this game and not even worrying about next game, they already know that they were going to get spanked. But now they feel as though they have the chance. So now they're going to have a dog fight in another two, and a, you know, three weeks. Another dogfight with the Giants. Yep. Now, you know, everything everybody points at Carson Wentz, and I and I get why, but what did you think of Doug Peterson last night? He had some curious play calls in in big situations last night. And how disappointed were you, as I was, with the Jalen Hurts package last night? Yeah, it was awful. That was awful. You know, what but, was I mean, it? it you're right, you know. I mean, that I, I don't know. But uh, another thing that I, I was I was solely disappointed in in the fact that he didn't throw the flag on that third down um going in you know when when the giants had a chance to when they were going in to score mm-hmm. i mean that's just an automatic throw the flag just off gp because you know you want to slow the momentum down they had the momentum going stop them right then and there i mean give them an opportunity you know that they would have to just kick the field goal instead of, instead of going in for the first down and then going in to score yeah i mean they would at least have to at least think about are we going to go for it, or are we just going to go ahead and, and 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 kick the field goal now? I mean, to me, it just didn't make sense. I mean, to me, I would just been automatic. I'd have had the you know the, the red hanky out of my out of my pocket already and threw it. But he waited, and they got the playoff, and they ended up scoring. I mean, yeah, that could have been a major. That could have been why they lost the game. Mm-hmm. Well, Dang. if Ingram catches that ball, they lose the game. Absolutely. No, no question. You know, yep. and and the other thing I want to ask you guys: Do we have a field goal kicker problem? Yes, absolutely, we do. Yeah. There, I saw somebody, is it Mike K? Somebody somebody reputable mm-hmm. tweeted during the game that they're going to bring in a kicker this week. And right, is that right? Yeah, rightfully so. Yeah. Look, I, I mean, think about it. Barrett, we talked about this earlier in the week with Peyton kind of in jest, but I can't imagine anybody on this Eagles team who realizes that they still have a shot to win this slop 
would look at Jake Elliott and feel confidence anymore, especially if it's somebody of influence like Carson Wentz, who's probably thinking, dude, it, it might be time to get a new kicker. That was a 29-yarder he missed last night. And that's, yeah. I mean, it's ridiculous now. You're looking at – I mean, it's it's a total toss-up. This is the same Cody Parkey situation we had three years ago. Right. You know? And now we're doing going through this with, with, with Jake. Come on now. I mean, it's, at this point, there are at least five kickers – on a plane, on their way to Philadelphia right now. They're mm-hmm. going to either work out tonight, tonight or tomorrow morning. There's no question. They have That's to find somebody to do it. And he just got a, a huge deal, like $18 million for like four years or something like that. Yeah. A huge deal. I've always had this thing. I've always had this thing about unemployed kickers. They all like live in like a red roof inn by the DFW <laughs> airport. <laughs> And now they have like one floor and they have all the rooms. And then as the kickers start to fail, you know, they start ringing up the rooms. They get on a plane and they go, to, you know, whatever place on a Tuesday to kick for some for some NFL team. I had heard I had heard they said there's, there's a there's a um, there's a bus with about 15 to 20 kickers on yeah. the bus and they just ride from town to town. Who sucked this week? All right. We're on the way right yeah. now. You know, about 12 guys in one bus. I'd watch that reality show. <laughs> Me too. Yeah, isn't there uh aren't there many reality shows that are like that where you're on a bus? And oh, yeah, definitely. definitely. You, you should produce that, Aton. You could do that. <laughs> you don't have any money to be a producer. I'm lucky. to. Barrett's be- got money. Yeah. All right. So, Barrett, let's talk. All right. Let's, let's talk. You can produce this idea here. You already have. Hopefully you created it. But I do that. Like, think about it. You have you can combine the two mm-hmm. You're driving around city to city, but you stay at a city for like a couple of days, maybe, you know, Friday through Monday so that you can. See right. What happens mm-hmm. each week. And that's where you're in. You take a whole floor out on a red roof in. So you go from the bus element of it, watching 20 idiot kickers interacting with each other. Right. To the red roof in. What 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 do we call it? Like the Grammatica life or something? <laughs> remember remember Grammatica? Remember he blew his knee out? Yeah, he That's tore still. he tore his knee in a celebratory fashion, right? Well, the other you guy know, hurt his neck banging his head against the wall. All right, we got I actually played with Farat. Hold on, everybody. We got a lot coming up next. It's the middle, as you can see, we're already fired up. The middle.com or phillyvoice.com slash the middle and sports map radio as well. The philosophy that guides my work as an attorney is, number one, that we are in place of a position of trust. And that trust provides a certain obligation upon us that we must um, fulfill for each and every client. That a client just simply isn't another number. Uh, While we may have many cases here, um, the client only has one. And they deserve the utmost attention, information, and a full and candid Um, relay of the aspects of their litigation and for us to be available for questions. We understand that the questions involved in litigation go beyond the case. Uh, The the clients often have many challenges that they have to face as a result of the um, incident that led them to us. And we must first and foremost appreciate that and make sure that we're there to help throughout not only the case, but also throughout the client's life. Uh, we got Jimmy Kemsky coming up now. Okay. Is he on video too? No. Just oh. the phone. Remember he said he couldn't do it on the stream. I think he was I think he was preempting us. So I have to figure out how to how to pull him on here with the zoom. Because we have the zoom going. Is that Ace I hear? No. No? Barrett's dog. Oh. <laughs> kind of, I mean, just everybody's going crazy. My dog. Hold on one second, guys. There, I heard it. There's the little beep I just heard. Yeah, well, that's his doorbell. Look, it must out. be. He's out. You know, look. <laughs> it's amazing. <laughs> there it is again. Boy, my doorbell rings once, like a week. His just rang. How many times over? Now, was that the doorbell that I heard twice? Barrett? Um, what did you say? Was that the doorbell that I heard just twice, just a yeah. few seconds ago? Okay. Yeah. Man. This is crazy, man.
What crazy bet are you looking at right now, Eitan? I'm just typing that Jimmy's out here so I can then get him up on the show here. <laughs> I got everything locked in. I lost last. Well, I, I, I was able to skate by because of the one prop that I hit, which is Wentz 350 plus and the Eagles win, which is mm-hmm. a long shot. But oh, the under. Yeah, actually, the under hit. So yeah, I'm good there. too. I almost picked the score. I, how much? How much? How long was it on? Oh, we're on now. Oh, <laughs> we're not on on uh, sports now, map. Now we are. All right, oh. uh, Ron. We have Jimmy. I'm sorry. This is the middle on the Sports Map Radio Network. Presented by Rocket Mortgage. Live from the O'Reilly Auto Parts studios, here's Aton Shander, Barrett Brooks, and Harry Mays. All right, well, let's go out and bring in an expert here. We've got our own expert, our in-house expert. And get a guy who covers the Team 4 Philly Voice coming up in a second here. But a quick reminder, uh, you can follow along on phillyvoice.com slash the middle and also sports map radio at harry mays tu and at b brooks 72 and at b brooks 72 nbcs i'll get that at some point there's just a lot man and I it's, it's too much it's too much I mean, I, you can't change it no i can't all right well let's bring in jimmy kemsky who covers the philadelphia eagles for philly voice where we are proud to be a part of and we apologize ahead of time for bringing down the collective curve for the website, Jimmy. So you'll have to bear with us. You thought it was bad with just me writing and then McMullen. We added Harry and Barrett on this show. <laughs> right, what's going on, guys? How are you? Great. Let's start with what happened last night. For all of those who aren't watching this team on a weekly basis and aren't watching the Giants on a weekly basis, this really is some of the worst football you've ever seen. Is that a fair assessment? <laughs> yeah, it wasn't that bad, but, I mean, these were clearly two bad teams that were playing last night. Uh, really, the Giants begged uh, the Eagles to win that game, and eventually the Eagles obliged. I mean, Evan Ingram makes that catch, and that game's over, uh, I think. And, um, yeah, it's just a, sort of a, a what you would expect from a team – uh, heading into this matchup at one four and one, and the other one heading in at one and five. I mean, it's what the NFC has kind of looked like. All oh, I'm sorry, the NFC East has looked like all season long, and we got a little taste of that last night. Hey, Jimmy uh, Carson turns the ball over way too much, and it's happening uh, again this season. What what do you attribute? that too most is it because of what he's dealing with uh you know or lack thereof as far as you know weapons and he's sort of forcing things or or is this a something that's you know just part of him that we're going to have to deal with for the rest of his time here in philadelphia yeah i think it's kind of been a different answer for that uh game by game like uh early in the season against washington he, he made those two really bad decisions on the sideline throws that got picked off uh, in a game that they were winning, I think it was 17 nothing at the time before mm-hmm. he threw two interceptions, let them back in the game, and, and they wind up winning, of course. I thought there were um, you know, some just inaccurate throws that turned into interceptions in the next few, ga- in the next few games thereafter. Uh, last night, I think he was playing hero ball in that you know, he was trying to put too much on his shoulders. And, uh, yeah, and you can understand that. I mean, they have four offensive lines, well, three heading into the game last night, three offensive line starters out. Lane Johnson eventually went out, so they were, they, they were minus four offensive line starters, plus two additional guys in, 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 in Peters and Jack Driscoll. So, uh, you know, you look at, like, their skill position guys. You have Rager out. You have Deshaun out for a while. He played last night, obviously, and you have Alshon out. So he's not, you know, playing with a full deck there, and I can understand where he's trying to make it. Miles Sanders, too, by the way, and Zach Ertz. <laughs> and they keep going down the list. <laughs> so I can understand why, you know, he, he's, he's trying to put too much on his shoulders. But the throw that he made last – actually, it's two throws – one, he was lucky he wasn't picked, where he kind of ran around backwards for a little while, threw across his body, threw across the field to Travis Fulgham. There was a Giants linebacker there that maybe could have made a play on that ball. Lucky yeah. that was incomplete. And then later, uh, in the red zone, he I don't know what he was looking at on uh, the, the throw that he that he made into the end zone that was picked off by James Bradbury, I think, 
that was just clearly a bad decision. That should have been a throwaway. It was only second down. I think it was second and fifteen. That took a, a, a likely field goal off the ball off off the off the board at a minimum. So yeah, it's been sort of a different answer from from week to week. But last night, I think it was really just poor decision making. But on the premise that he's trying to do too much because of how many guys they have injured. Do you you know Jimmy? This is Barrettman. Do you think that at this point, um, is that something that has to be coached out of him? Or is that something that Doug is trying to encourage in his game? Is he, is he going out there saying, hey, you got to win this game. You know, just, you got to put it on your shoulders, you know, where this team goes. Or is it something that they say, all right, Carson, you know, slow down a little bit. Um, you know, you don't have to be Superman every single play. You know, live the fight another day. You know, what, you know at what extreme do you think he, he lives at right now um, as, you know, being yeah. Carson Wentz? It's a, it's a fine line to walk because he – you know, he's not Drew Brees. He's not going to, like, pick you apart slowly down the field methodically like that. Like, it's just not what his game is. He's going to make big plays, and, and I think, you know, you're going to see him make bad plays, too, and that's just sort of the nature of, of what he is. Like, he has the ability to make these highly real-type plays, but they can backfire on you, too. And I think if you try to sort of tame him uh, to an extreme, then you're not getting what is really is, is really what is best about him and that he makes these these plays that other quarterbacks around the league can't make. So I think you just have to be careful. If you're the Eagles, you have to be careful about, or if you're Carson Wentz, you have to be careful about when you, you know, try to play hero ball. Like you do it against the Steelers and the Ravens. I understand that because you need to steal points against what are clearly better teams. But you're playing a team like the Giants. Like you don't have to be, you know, you don't have to be Superman in that game to win that game. I think you have to be a little smarter about taking what's there and uh, making sure that you don't turn the ball over and give a, a you know a, an inferior team a chance to stay in the game with you, and I think that's what he did last night. Jimmy Kemsky joining us from Philly Voice at Jimmy Kemsky with an I on Twitter. It's the middle with Brooks Mays and Eights on here. So, I, I six wins is that really what it's going to take? I mean, well, let me ask you this: it, that seems <laughs> to be the lowest win total. That could be mathematically possible. I don't know if a team could win this division with five wins. Is that even possible? So uh, ESPN did something on that where they simulated the season, uh, I don't know, thousands of times or something like that. And there was actually a scenario in which uh, the Eagles won the division, I think, 10, 10 or 12 different times with four wins. <laughs> they won the division at 4-11 at once. So, yes, that's possible. Um I think that six, nine, and one does it. And I like emphatically, like, I think they get to six wins. They will win the division, which is crazy. (laughs) I think they even have a chance if they win five games. Like, if if they win five games and two of them come against the Cowboys, they're going to win the division. (laughs) That is absurd. No matter what, if they win six games, because this division is just like, I'm sure you guys watched. The uh, Cowboys Cardinals game yes. on Monday night uh, this week. I mean, we've seen the Cowboys defense just look horrid all season long, but I was shocked on how much different the offense looks without Dak Prescott because they still have playmakers on that offense like Amari Cooper and and, uh, and, and the rookie CD Lamb and Michael Gallup, and they still have Zeke, of course. You know, you're missing some offensive line talent there, but I didn't think they would drop off the way they did. They just looked awful on both sides of the ball. Hey, Jimmy, what kind of a grade would you give Doug Peterson uh, last night, who I know, you know, had some good things, but there was some very curious play calls, and I didn't, I wasn't a fan of what they chose to do with Jalen Hurts last night. Yeah, so I uh, thought that was one of his worst games as a head coach with the Eagles. Um, I agree with you on Jalen Hurts. I thought it was okay to use him because they're just, they're just so depleted in terms of guys that can make plays on the offensive side of the ball. He actually only played five snaps, which seemed uh, low to me when I saw that this morning. But I didn't think there was anything creative about what they did with him. It was just very bland, vanilla play calling when he was in the game. If you're going to put him in there, then he'll be more creative with it. Um, but my problem with him yesterday was just something. Like, I'm not one to like micromanage, nitpick play calls to an, extre- to an extreme. But, man, some of those play calls just didn't make any sense. Like, you look at the, the fourth and whatever it was, fourth and four, five or whatever it was. It was fourth and goal situation. I think it was from the four or five. And Hakeem Butler has zero career snaps in the NFL in the regular offense. And they throw a fade to him. <laughs> it's crazy. He has one snap back and he has one 
career snap, and they went to him in one of the biggest plays of the season so far, which is just nuts to me. So you have that play call. You have uh, some other weird play calls. They got in like the Carson Wentz design run uh, from the one on the two-point conversion. I didn't like uh, a third and short play where they're just getting manhandled uh, in, in the trenches, their offensive line, especially on the interior. And, uh, you know, you're running, you know, five seven Boston Scott into the middle of the line. I just, like I, Some of his short yardage play calling last night was, I mean, really is ripe for, for criticism. And, and he, you know, he's asked a lot of questions about that stuff after the game. But really, the, you're just going back to that Hakeem Butler play call. And he was asked after the game whether, you know, once just went that way because he thought it was open. He said, no, that was designed for Hakeem Butler, which is, again, I just can't understand how you go to a guy that, that has zero career snaps uh, in such a big situation. Jimmy. Oh, no. Go ahead, Barrett. I'm sorry. Um, I- are you are you as worried as I am about the Eagles kicking game and the fact that um you know a guy that was short shot was a pro bowler is now looking like um he should be sideline he just signed a big contract and um Jake Elliott is, is is becoming you know a very poor kicker right now I mean do you still have confidence in him should this team still have confidence in him yeah, prior to last night, I didn't have uh, much of a concern about him because he has three misses this year they're all over fifty yards one of them was short. Uh, that was, um, oh man, it was early in the season. He kicked the laces. So it was a bad snap. They put the ball out. I kicked the laces. It's not going to go far when you kick the laces. So uh, you understand that. And then he missed a 57 yarder. He missed a 52 yarder. They both missed, you know, kind of narrowly. So it's not like you, like you missed by, by a mile on those. Um, and, you know, I think our expectations of kickers in recent years have, have kind of been elevated because the, the quality of play at that position has gone up over the, over the years. So I wasn't too concerned, but then last night he, he misses badly on the 29 yarder and they needed those points, you know, not to channel my inner Andy Reid, but they, they could have certainly used those points. It wouldn't have been as close as it was. And, uh, yeah, I would say that after him missing that 29 yarder, that there is some level of concern. He's not going anywhere. Like you, like you mentioned, he's trying to be contracts. They're not going to cut him or anything like that. A, because, you know, you, you don't just give up on a guy that quickly, but B, you can't cut him anyway because it would be a big cat hit. So, yeah, I, I think they just got to work through it, through it with him, and, and I think he'll get over. I think he's a good kicker. And we've seen him make, you know, the biggest clutch kicks in, in franchise history. You know, we look at the 61-yarder against the Giants a few years ago. You know, it's, it, you know, it was a Super Bowl year, obviously. He makes a big kick in the Super Bowl. Made a lot of other big kicks that year. So, you know, I don't think you just, you know, kind of trash. You throw him in the trash at this point. But, uh, yeah, I, there, there is some level of concern, obviously, uh, after last night. Awesome, Jimmy. Thank you so much. At Jimmy Kemsky with an eye on Twitter, Philly Voice, phillyvoice.com is how you can read him. He covers everything with the Philadelphia Eagles, one of the best, most popular writers in the city for a reason. Uh, real quick, on, on your way out, how selfish was it of Joe Judge to ask his family members to wear Giants clothes, oh, knowing, knowing that they are <laughs> born and raised in this area? <sighs> How many family members was it? Do, do, do we know that? How many? However many, there? it was too many to, to be asked to wear Giants blue. Wow! <laughs> you can't do that. You can't do you can't do that when there's six when the when the stadium's full because you're just asking them for to be harassed for for four hours. <laughs> but in the uh, in a stadium that's you know what like five percent full, eh, I can't fault them too much on that one. Fair enough, Jimmy. Thank you, sir. We appreciate you. Thanks, Jimmy. Thanks, guys. Appreciate it. All right. That's Jimmy Kemsky. We'll wrap the hour next year on Sports Map Radio. A lot to react to, both in the stream coming up and as we wrap this hour with one of the worst football games you'll see. But I still maintain it was better than probably everything else. No, definitely than anything else on television. It's the middle, phillyvoice.com slash the middle, and of course on Sports Map Radio. The philosophy that guides my work as an attorney is, number one, that we are in place of a position of trust, and that trust provides a certain obligation upon us that we must um, fulfill for each and every client, that a client just simply isn't another number. Uh, While we may have many cases here, um, the client only has one, and they deserve the utmost attention, information, and a full and candid Um, relay of the aspects of their litigation and for us to be available for questions. 
we understand that the questions involved in litigation go beyond the case. Uh, the, the clients often have many challenges that they have to face as a result of the um, incident that led them to us. And we must first and foremost appreciate that and make sure that we're there to help throughout not only the case, but also throughout the client's life. Wow, Lane, that MRI's back. Grade one MCL sprain. How many that's, weeks is that, D? Grade one MCL. That's probably about three, three weeks. About a three-week injury. Yeah, it rolls couple back. that with the ankle. So you've got Dallas, New York, and a bye. Yeah. He'll be back right, right after probably he'd probably be back, be back right after the Giants game. Yeah, was that Arizona that first game? No, Cleveland. Oh yeah, Cleveland after the bye. Yeah. Oh, we need him then too. Eatable game. <laughs> but you know that that that's probably the best thing for him at this point is for him to rest that ankle. That's the bigger yeah. of the concerns. Because now they have to shut him down. Right. Now he yeah. could actually on a grade one MCL spring. I, I say it about a two weeks. You could probably play on it. He wouldn't mm. be affected, but you could probably play on it. But as far as him being able to play at a high level, so you have to anchor, and your legs, that's all you anchor with. And mm-hmm. people are just going to try to bull rush him every single play. thought Fletcher Cox played a hell, hell of a game last night. Yeah, he did. Yeah, he, did. Yeah. he showed up. Mm-hmm. And that's because he had to Malik, Malik Jackson, you know. Yeah. That offensive line, though, is, is just so bad. Giants. Yeah, I mean Derek Barnett. He 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 had toyed with that rookie, the he kid from like Georgia. Yeah, come on. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, guys out there looking like Clyde Simmons, like Hall of Famers. <laughs> 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 oh my God! All right, we can we can start looking at all these other games too. Just go through everything. Where should we start? Should we start with Arizona, Seattle, or Pittsburgh, yeah. Tennessee? Well, did, did, was uh, Culver able to get the Tomlin audio by any chance? Oh, uh, I, I'll ask him. I'll ask him. If not, then we can just wait. That's fine. You are listening to The Middle on the Sports Maps Radio Network. Presented by Rocket Mortgage. Live from the O'Reilly Auto Parts studios, here's Aton Shander, Barrett Brooks, and Harry Mays. All right, a couple of minutes before we wrap the hour on the radio, and we're going to have to just turn the page. I, I can't do another hour on that god-awful game last night. I'm sorry. We'll have to talk about the debate or something else uh, if we're not going to turn the page on the week in the NFL. We also have Barrett's K-State shirt. That's right. He's got a, a lot of energy and momentum pushing towards Kansas State. <laughs> touchdowns. Otherwise, it doesn't count. It's like the Eagles last night. If they don't, they beat, have to, man. They have to. One. You're not nervous. Are you? Were you more nervous about? Well, I mean, you, you look at a team that's that's far inferior, man. Very. I'm good. not nervous at all. Very at good. all. We. I mean, it's this. This 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 is just gonna be like a, a walk in the park. They'll finish, not like my Eagles, but they will finish the right way. No, you know what I'm saying those are just good old country boys out there playing, man, and he's got them playing well. You know, we also have Game Three of the World Series tonight, where Tampa Bay came back, tied up this series, and you have to think right now, a day rest. Who does it benefit more? You've got Titans yeah, it, Walker Bueller tonight. Yeah, he's he's their ace. Say what you want about Kershaw, but Walker oh, Bueller's the ace of that staff. Yeah. 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 Uh, it's it's going to be a tough one tonight for, for my Rays. But I noticed Barrett's getting a little blurry here, man. Like, what's going on, dude? Ethernet, bro. You need the – I just – I emailed you the Ethernet, all right? Yeah. I just I got it. But I didn't know, man. I, I don't... Yeah, Let we got to upgrade see what's going. Here, Maybe man. I can – I'll, I'll oh, have some it. come Monday – Come Monday, we'll be we'll be we'll be tight, man. Because um, I mean, you know, you trying can, to get, I don't understand what's going on. It's fine. You can get a cat cable. You can get one of these Ethernet cables at a CVS, Walgreens, one of these places. So anywhere that's near you, I, if I, I'll buy it and ship it for you. All right, it's <laughs> yeah. ninety nine for fifteen foot. Let's look. How far is the router from your computer? No, man, it's it's a, it's a nice little ways away, man. But I, I'll get it done. Watch what I tell you, man. 
I'm very I'm very efficient at handling problems now, Aton. I'm very efficient. Yeah, I today is just like a crazy day, man. I mean, everything is going on. I just had to cuss out half the people in my house for just making all this noise, running in and out the house. Mm-hmm. My dog wants to bark. I mean, I can't. I mean, this is mass hysteria right now. You're I mean, like I this. I didn't get home until two thirty last night. Couldn't go to sleep because I'm still amped up. I'm up until four o'clock. Get up at six thirty because my body's trained to get up at six thirty. Mm-hmm. And then I got to come in and listen to you cuss everybody out because. <laughs> Your team didn't want to play right. That's right. My yeah, but so, so it's good to know that Barrett's just like like me and probably like you, Aton. After a broadcast, it's so hard to decompress, you know, and oh, sort yeah. of slow yourself down to go to sleep. You need like an hour or two. At least I do. You know what I mean? Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. Yeah. No, that that's that's the thing too. Is it, it's really difficult any time, especially at night, and that's the worst, right? If you're on after like a post game and then you Mm -hmm. have to turn around whatever turn it might just be hey save big on your memorial day barbecue all in the kroger app get three pound rolls of juicy 80 lean ground beef for 349 a pound with a digital coupon then get select varieties of flavorful powerade body armor super drink or arizona tea for 77 cents each all with your card shop these deals at your local kroger today or tap the screen now to download the kroger app to save big today kroger fresh for everyone Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details.